0: Welcome to the Motorhome
1: Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims.
0: Brought to you by ThatLeisureShop.com. Join us on the journey with
2: Motorhome Matt. Welcome back to the Motorhome Matt podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. And I'm Motorhome Matt. He's the expert and I'm the person who asks the stupid questions. Oh, so true. (laughs) We've got a lot to get through today. We're talking damp. Water getting in, keeping water out, and who to call when it does start to drip. <laughs>
0: or even before then, how to spot it.
2: In your motorhome, yeah. by the way. It, That's, yeah. Yeah, nowhere else.
0: Damp, <laughs> damp the enemy of motorhome and caravans.
2: More about that a little bit later on. But first, let's get you a discount at the big show at the NEC this October. Yeah. Go onto the website for the show, Not the Motorhome, Matt, website. The website for the show, which, Matt, is?
0: www.mcshow.co.uk
2: mcshow.co.uk When you book your tickets, there'll be a little box which says enter discount code here. And you put the discount code in, don't you, Matt?
0: It is. It's EX1. Easy as that. EX1. I'm going to save you a few quid.
2: Echo X-Ray. And the number one, okay? You can do that and save a bit of money, but if you're just listening to this first podcast, boy, have you missed out big time, because we've been giving away tickets to that big show, which we're going to be at, incidentally, podcasting and filming and saying hello and making sandwiches and carrying people's bags, all sorts of uh, <laughs> wonderful things to make a bit of extra money. <laughs> is that what you're doing during <laughs> yeah, the week? That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so parking cars. You know. uh, we've got another winner to announce, okay? Uh, and this is... Mrs
0: Starkers. (laughs) There's a clue. Now, she actually concludes this with, I've not used my full name to further spare my blushes. What a lovely turn of phrase. Her blushes
2: in the bushes.
0: So so we've gone with Mrs Starkers. Mrs S. You know who you are. You've already been informed you've won. Congratulations. This made us chuckle.
2: We were once on a rally with our motorhome club and we were all parked around a rectory that's a vicarage sort of thing. Somewhere in Lincolnshire.
0: The vicar's home.
2: We had spent the day looking around the area and then night fell... We made the bed up and had a wash and brushed our teeth. That's good detail. I tell you what, a few years of marriage, the magic doesn't go, does it? <laughs> then we got into bed. Okay, I sleep at the end nearest to the windscreen and sleep on natural. <laughs> Where is this story going? Yeah, she, she's one of those Russian twins, the Kitov sisters. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, Matt, what happened next? I don't want to know. Yeah, there it is. <laughs>
0: I'd been laid in bed, starkers, for about ten minutes when I realised that I could see stars through the windscreen. Mm. We'd forgotten to put the blinds on the side and front windows and for the rest of the rally I had to sneak past the rectory just in case I bumped into the vicar. Embarrassing or what? I still blush now when I remember it.
2: <laughs> and she goes on to say, I have not used my full name to further spare my blushes. Well, Mrs. Starkers, <laughs> thank you so much for your entry. You have one yourself... Two tickets to the big show at uh, the NEC. And come yeah. along and see us and we will point and laugh.
0: Clothes close on, please. Yeah. close on.
2: <laughs> we could always do a nudie podcast. People have done that hey, in the past. get away. Yeah, nudie, rudie podcast. No. That'd be, yeah, that'd be quite nice. No. Good, yeah. I have to get my <laughs> birthday suit up. I've got I to got iron it first. <laughs> <laughs> no, Keith, we're not doing that. All those old jokes. You know we're
0: on YouTube.
2: <laughs> uh, okay then and uh, things have been tough for uh, everybody uh, electricity prices going up fuel prices of putting your car up down sideways and all the rest of it uh, but how do we save some money uh, matt
0: yeah well around here we've got loads of ways of saving money we've had it's been a month of special offers and sales discount discount so the shop that leisure com, has a big sale on at the moment we've got not only a saving for you if you go and buy stuff on the shop please do we've got a Code. if you use the code at the checkout motorhome mat you'll get 10 pounds off when you spend 100 pounds on everything that isn't in the sale something's got 70 percent off not everything's in the sale on those items you can get 10 pounds off when you use the code motorhome mat just always says we ask you to spend 100 pounds and we'll give you 10 pounds off all the non-sale items
2: got that because i have saved some money with motorhome mat and what's the early bird offer
0: yeah in the motorhome holiday company this is the motorhome hire business we own if you book for next year and pay now we will give you a weekend for free we just ask you to book a week uh, pay for it now and confirm the booking. Uh, we offer insurance as well, so if you can't go, it's all you, you would get your money refunded. But we'll give you a weekend for free. That's pretty good. It's cool.
2: And yeah, that, and don't think you're going to turn up and just hire it for a weekend and get that for nothing. There are conditions,
0: of course. There? Yeah, I mean, if you take the weekend and then bail, we're going to charge you for the weekend, <laughs> <laughs> obviously.
2: But it's a great one. And we were talking in an earlier podcast to uh, Jason, who uh, runs a dealership up north, doesn't he? And he was saying actually, with the delays in delivery for new motorhomes, hire businesses are really taking off because people can get a taste for motorhoming after they've placed an order for their motorhome, but have to wait eighteen months, two years for the pesky thing to be delivered. So hiring is the thing. isn't it it is
0: an option definitely and and we realize how important that week away that you book or even longer how important that is and that's a precious time you know many people are booking a motorhome holiday with us for the first time so we thought well why don't you have a weekend where you can just practice and maybe not go very far and just get used to it and so when it comes to that big week you know what to pack and you're confident um, and maybe you've been away in the motorhome you're going to go away again in, and so everything's familiar. We just want to make sure that people have the best week they possibly can. I'll tell you what's been really interesting with this offer. We launched six of these free weekends. They sold out in in moments, so the team have added nine more, with my blessing. Uh, And there's still some left if you're listening to this. But what was interesting is how people have got creative with it. They said, can we have the free weekend when we go away on our week so our friends can come? I thought, what a lovely idea. Why not? Great idea. Yeah. Can we have the free weekend before, immediately before we go for the week? So we get 10 days. I thought that's a good idea so yeah it's not just as simple as you know go for a week in April and then have a week in July you know you can get creative so talk to us about your plans and how your motorhome holiday might look for you and if you can take advantage of this special offer there are some left as we record this I think it's four or five left go for it go and book now we just ask you to pay for it now and then we can give you that free weekend when you want to go away Do you own a motorhome, caravan, campervan or tent? Head to ThatLeisureShop.com for all your outdoor living essentials, outdoor furniture, leisure, vehicle spares, accessories and more. Visit us in-store or shop online and quote the discount code at the checkout, Motorhome Mat, for £10 off when you spend just £100. ThatLeisureShop.com, proud to bring you the Motorhome Mat podcast, ready for
2: the adventure. Okay, it's the Motorhome Matt podcast with ThatLeisureShop.com. We've been asking you for your questions. And Cliff says, why do motorhomes suffer from damp issues so much? And that's the theme of this week's podcast. So, yeah, Cliff,
0: why do they suffer from damp issues so much? Well... Many motorhomes and caravans do, especially the older ones. In a minute, you're going to hear from a friend of mine who explains some of the reasons why. So keep listening. But really, it's about seams and seals giving up age, really. And then they start letting water in. Windows can work loose and let the rain in. Pressure washing can be a, a real enemy of a motome or caravan as well. So it's being really mindful of that. Buying a motome with a full history of damp checks is a very sensible thing to do i remember someone telling me a story of the motorhome that looked amazing it was really shiny it was really clean inside it had absolutely no service history versus one that was really quite tired needed a spruce you know higher mileage but had an impeccable service history guess which one they bought tell me they bought the one with no service history ah. the whole shiny penny thing and it was actually damp But there was no evidence that it had ever been damp checked. And it's something really to consider. You know, you can you can fix upholstery, you can clean a motorhome, you can, you know, if it's if it's got higher mileage, that doesn't matter if it's had a really good service history. So always go for a vehicle with a strong service history. Ask to see it. If you're buying it privately, get it checked. But in terms of your question, Cliff, as to why do they get damp, keep listening. There's lots of reasons why. And there are things you can do to help prevent it happening as well.
2: And you've been talking to somebody, haven't you, an expert in this?
0: Indeed, yeah, I went and caught up with a, an old friend of mine, Miles Bray from MJB Tora Services. They're right next door to Bristol Airport, uh, not far from here. Miles has been in the motorhome caravan repair industry for years and services lots of local dealers and local customers, and indeed customers from all over the country. And I started by asking Miles, what is it that causes damp in a motorhome?
1: So the biggest issue is seals leaking, which can let water in, and basically anywhere where uh, there's a join in the motorhome or the caravan or where there's been a cutout made for, i.e. a window or a roof light.
0: Seals, this is where the walls meet meet the roof or the walls meet in the corner is that what you mean?
1: Yeah exactly yeah so where walls meet the floor walls meet the ceiling and walls meet front and end panels.
0: And this is true on caravans and motorhomes isn't it?
1: It is yes.
0: So we're here by a caravan that we know has a little damp problem which you're going to show us in a minute but what are the signs that people can look for to show that they might have damp present in a motorhome or caravan?
1: Well unfortunately Damp is very difficult or water ingress is very difficult to determine or to identify by the naked eye which is why we use damp testing equipment. If you do notice any kind of sort of uh, markings inside so there could be sort of some stain into the wallboard or some pimpling that kind of effect normally that means that you've had an issue for some while and that's actually the signs of decay of the timbers behind pushing through the wallboard
0: so the damp starts inside the wall and comes out with a visible sign
1: yes exactly the uh, wallboard is designed with a waterproof layer on it so it can be used in bathrooms kitchen areas so that makes it waterproof to water going from the inside out But obviously, if you've got water coming in from the outside in, it's going to hold that water inside the wall cavity.
0: I see what you mean. So the inside of the wallboard, i.e., inside the wall, has not got this waterproof membrane.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So.
0: So you you say
1: pimpling? Explain what that means. Pimpling is almost looks like little blisters sort of coming out on the surface of the wallboard, and that's signs of the wallboard decaying from the inside out. But walls can crack as well can't they? Tell me a bit about that. Yeah you can get signs of cracking especially if there's any kind of stresses there particularly in corners of the motorhome and the caravan and where the wall can be getting wet and then drying out in the summer months then getting wet again and the board expands and contracts let's say and that can cause cracking in the wall boards as well.
0: And then fixing it it's like opening a can of worms isn't it? Taking a vehicle like this apart and discovering what's under the wall
1: explain why it can be such a major job well the problem is we can't repair from the outside it's either an aluminium skin or a composite skin so we have to repair from the inside which means we've got to remove all the furniture all the cupboards all the bed boxes to be able to get to the wallboard and then we've got to remove that and quite often it's just the tip of the iceberg you might have a small Foot square area of showing on the you know through the wallboard, but once you remove it, it could be three, four, five times the size of the area that actually needs repairing.
0: You can end up taking a whole back end of a motorhome apart, can't you? Very easily, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and of course, where the stain is is just where the wood's decayed. It could be you know water comes in, you know meters away. And and that can be an issue, you know, for a long way down through the chassis of the, of the unit, can't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, wood being in its very nature has a grain and the water will want to soak along that grain. Yeah, the further along it goes, the more it will rot. So, yeah, we need to cut out all of that affected timber to decent, you know, solid timber before we can then scarf in our new timbers.
0: And is it a myth that you can dry the wood out and it'll all
1: be fine? It's not a myth if you catch it early enough, which is why we recommend a habitation report or even a damp report. Most timbers will soak in water and it can dry out again. But the problem is it's trapped in the walls because you've got a a waterproof vapour barrier in in the vinyl itself on the inside. So once water's in there, it's very difficult for it to dry out.
0: I'm with you. So we're by this caravan. Shall we go inside and you can show me where the damp is? And we'll have a look at you know the signs that the damp is there. It's not very obvious, is it?
1: No, it's not. Not at all on this one. This one was highlighted by an annual caravan service, which included a damp report. It wasn't done by ourselves, but the engineer that does it doesn't carry out damp repairs because he's mobile. So it's been recommended to to us, and he's brought it in, and uh, we're hopefully going to be starting it next week.
0: Let's go and have a look so we're here the caravan has got no soft furnishings in it anymore which is which is good if it's being stored through the winter but in the corner i can see a small crack below the window
1: tell me what's happening there Right then. So, according to the damp report that we've had, this window seal, the rubber around the window seal has been letting moisture in, and that's caused the timbers behind to decay. And as they've been drying out in the summer months and then expanding when it gets wet in the winter months, it's actually caused the wallboard to crack. Yes, as you can see, it doesn't look particularly bad, but I would imagine once we strip it all out, the uh, the timbers behind will probably be quite decayed.
0: And I bet that's gone down into the front wet locker as well, hasn't it?
1: More than likely, yes. Uh, On the damp report that we've got, there are readings quite low down as well, Yeah, so I don't think it's just in this one area.
0: And what kind of damp readings are you getting on a damp report in terms of the number between 1 and 100?
1: Well, generally as a rule, uh, 1 to 15% is okay and nothing to worry about. 15 to 30% is indicating that there is signs of water ingress and it needs to be monitored. We usually recommend bringing it back in three months months time for a recheck. Anything over 30% is pretty much guaranteeing you've got moisture coming into the vehicle and it will be deteriorating the timbers behind and it needs rectifying as soon as possible.
0: And with this particular damage, the curtain could be, <laughs> if it was in the right place, you wouldn't
1: see it, would you? No, exactly. You know, if we move the curtain across, you know, it's almost impossible to see. You know, the secret with any kind of damp repair is catching it early. The longer that damp's in there, the worse it will get and the more costly it will be to replace. So what can people
0: do to prevent getting damp in their caravan or motorhome?
1: well firstly we recommend having an annual inspection yearly so we can either have a full habitation service or even just a damp rep- a damp report that way the worst case scenario your vehicle's only been leaking for 12 months alternatively keeping it undercover in the winter months when you're not using it is is a good idea but again it's very costly to keep undercover storage and in the summer months you're going to be out in it and it's going to be open to the weather so uh, best thing we recommend is a yearly habitation report.
0: You were talking to me about the effect of an articulated lorry as it drives down the road you can see the effect of driving of a ledger vehicle down the road is having on that lorry and that will explain what's happening to your caravan or motorhome as you drive along
1: the motorhome or caravan basically is just a wooden box some of the newer ones have got an aluminium frame but generally the older ones are a wooden box and if you've ever followed an articulated lorry with the two back doors you can visibly watch the two back doors moving upwards and downwards caused by the camber in the road going around roundabouts etc etc and that's exactly what's happening to your motorhome or caravan as it's going over the bumps and potholes and curbs in the road the chassis is twisting and that's causing all the panels to twist all that's holding those together really is, is the sealants and the sealants will start to let go after time and water can start getting in particularly in the winter months obviously in this country we live in it's uh it's quite wet in the winter once water gets into those joints it can freeze in the in the you know in cold conditions and that can cause the water to expand and open that joint up even more so that next time it rains more water's getting in when it freezes again it expands even more and it's constantly opening these gaps up so quite often just by having an annual report done we can highlight areas where water ingress can be happening and we can just reseal those areas before any damage is done.
0: And, of course, the water can be caused by condensation, rain, but pressure washing as well. It, you need to be so careful with a pressure washer, don't you?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's very tempting in the corners where we get the algae growing. It's very tempting just to blast out with a jet wash. But unfortunately, you know, they're very high-pressure jet washes nowadays, and that will force water into the soft mastics in the joints, causing a path again for water to get in. Mm.
0: So if somebody thinks they might have damp in their leisure vehicle, what course of action do you suggest they take?
1: The best course of action is get it independently inspected. Contact a mobile engineer, there's plenty of them around, if you search on the internet, places like ourselves as well. Get it booked in and get a habitation or a damp report done on the vehicle so you can see the extent of the problem that you may have.
0: And you, know, you charge for a damp report, don't you? But you can get that reclaimed back, I understand.
1: Yes, what we do is we do charge £80 for a damp report, but if we find Damp and you go ahead and have the repairs done with ourselves, we will refund you back that £80. Brilliant. So how do people find you, Miles? Right, so we're based in just outside Bristol by Bristol Airport on the A38. Uh, we're also on the internet. Uh, we've got a website address and we've also on Facebook.
0: And what is that web address?
1: It is. So it's www.mjbtouraservices.co.uk.
0: So that was Miles. Thank you, Miles, for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. I know you're out of your comfort zone when we did that. um, So it's very kind of you. And Cliff, back to your question. Hopefully that's given you a very, very comprehensive answer. And as Miles says, make sure you get a motorhome damp checked regularly. And if you're buying one, look for that service history.
2: As things get older, they start to leak, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. So even if you've got a fairly new motorhome, yeah, you're, you're saying you know get it damp checked. Is that the only thing you should be doing, or every time you take it out should there be a little checklist that you do for yourself, just yeah, to make sure? A
0: sensible idea. I mean, it's not the reserve of older motorhomes. This we've had motorhomes that are almost brand new and they've suffered some of those signs that you heard Mars referring to the pimpling, the staining, uh, and water has got in and and started to take effect and damage the motome you know a year into in into its age. Um you can through the winter there's lots of things you can do to help prevent damp in your motome and the damage it can cause. You know we've got some control products here the moisture trap the moisture you know absorber stuff people you know, say well just put a bowl of salt in yeah that's going to help this stuff is specialist stuff and designed fit for purpose to really absorb moisture that's in the air and help keep it a drier environment make sure you're flipping the cushions here you know, the key is to get air moving around inside if you've got cushions left in the motorhome through the winter in storage and you can get to it then turn them over customers of ours who are storing with us we and they're paying for this service we will go and turn the heating on just briefly for 10 minutes heat the inside up and then open the windows and let that air move around you want convection which forces that stale wet air to move away and come away from the cushions which stops those black spores forming on the cushions and the walls and the curtains
2: yeah, and there's lots of other things, actually, that we buy for the home that are useful, especially for the soft furnishings, aren't there? Uh, those uh, vacuum cleaner bags. Have you come across them, those big bags? And you, you put the, 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 the soft stuff, like the cushions, uh, inside, and you can suck all the air out with, yeah. a, with, with, with a vacuum cleaner. So it's vacuum sealed. And before you put the motorhome to bed for winter, maybe, if that's what you do, maybe that's something you should consider.
0: Uh, yeah, if you can take all that soft stuff out and vacuum bag it and pack it at home, even better. You know, leave the motor home with no soft furnishing in it. You you really want everything that can absorb moisture to be taken out of it. And and for goodness sake, take food away as well. Because, you know, another issue is rodents. You know, they love, if you left food in there, they're going to get in there and, you know, have a field day. So, you know, when you're emptying it out, you know, brush out all the cupboards Even crumbs can absorb moisture, and they can leave a stain as they dissolve. So just brush it all out, give it a good clean, and if you can, store away all the cushions, the mattress, uh, the duvet, the pillows, curtains, take them down, take them out, and pack them away, put them somewhere dry.
2: Plenty of products uh, to buy. Control products, uh, I believe they're called. You stock them at your shop. Uh, I know. We do. Uh, should should people just buy them as a matter of course, or is it uh, something to clean well, the, up the after great... after the disaster has happened? No,
0: do it on a brand new motorhome. You just these things stop damp. You just want to, you know, if it's a brand new caravan, brand new, put them in there. If it's twenty years old, put them in. The great thing with the control range, control is a brand, of course, and there are. Other brands available too, obviously. But you buy the box and then you can buy the refills to refill it. So, you know, it's quite an eco-friendly way of doing it. And you just keep topping up the salts, essentially, inside. uh, And then you empty them out when they're damp. Uh, So you just buy the refill packs. We sell them at thatledgershop.com. Remember the code? Spend 100 quid and get £10 off. Just use the code motorhome mat at the checkout and we'll save you ten pounds.
2: yeah, and also some of the older motorhomes are largely made of wood, aren't they? Uh, and uh, water mm. is the enemy of wood like it is in your, your house, so well, be yeah. extra vigilant as you
0: heard miles say, yeah, newer ones you know they're a mix of of not not made of wood, they're made of metal or aluminium, but often the floors are wood, and so the water then just runs down into the floor, and that's where, and that's an expensive repair, as Mar says.
2: Okay, then uh, let's move on, shall we? We've talked dampness. Uh, Let's uh, move away from that slightly. (laughs) Michael got in touch with us. Well, this is interesting. First time I've ever seen an option to record a question on a a podcast. Uh, My question is: myself and my partner are at the point of buying our first motorhome. Um, It's secondhand, Uh, it will be quite old. And I was wondering if there were any suggestions, what kind of things we would need to look at, inspect, check that we could do ourselves, then obviously get a mechanic to do a proper inspection. My main concern really is the electrics, because I've seen a few with cables running everywhere, and I have no idea if they are installed safely or not. So what would I need to look for? There you go, Matt. That's uh, Michael and our <laughs> speak pipe. How do people get in touch, by the way?
0: Just go to the website. It's really easy. Motorhomemat.co.uk forward slash Matt, and you can hit the orange button and record your message. Fab. So, Michael, what do we do for him? <laughs> yeah, I'm intrigued to know what type of motorhomes he's looking at. They've got cables running everywhere. That That doesn't sound good. I suppose lots of owners tamper with them. Accessorize them and add bits. Yeah, that's not uncommon. Uh, I would say asking what things you can do yourself uh, to check them over. I definitely would get an engineer to do a full inspection. I would focus on choosing the right layout and the motorhome that fits your budget. And mm. if you feel and have a gut feel that it's the right one for you then get a a survey a survey done on it if you're buying from a dealer they would have done it for you of course and it will come with a warranty if you're buying privately then uh that you know that's different you'd have to do that yourself and we've loads of previous episodes that are going to help you Michael as you go on this journey really important you listen to them especially if this is your first motorhome So we've got an episode, The Difference Between Buying Privately and From a Dealer, and there are several episodes on choosing a motorhome and the best layout for you. So I'll go and check those out and have a good listen.
2: But it occurred to you that maybe that uh, motorhome that uh, Michael came across uh, could have had some, say, DIY customization. What's your advice for people uh, who come across that? I mean, it, it could be dangerous. It depends what kind of
0: voltage we're talking about, really. If it's 12 volt, it's probably, it's going to be less dangerous than if it's mains electric. I would definitely get it checked out though. Uh, Even if you need to get an auto electrician to inspect, you know, certain features that have been fitted. We sold a motorhome recently that had had a reversing camera fitted to it and the reversing camera was playing up. uh, So we got our auto electrician in to come and have a look and he rewired it and and fitted it professionally, shall we say. (laughs) That's how you put it.
2: Buyer beware.
0: Buyer beware, yeah. If, if Trust your gut feeling. It's really important you do that. You'll know when you know, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, and just because something is cheap doesn't mean to say it's a good deal.
0: No, definitely not. Again, it's all about getting a professional an expert opinion on it and get it inspected. Uh, and if you're buying from a, a reputable dealer, they will have done that for you.
2: Lawrence has got in touch. He says, Matt, can a sat-nav satellite navigation be programmed to say that you're towing a caravan so you can avoid unsuitable roads both here and also abroad
0: they can yeah there are specialist satnavs garmin snooper avtex Uh, they all make satnav devices specifically for motorhomes and caravans where you can actually type in your dimensions and weight of the entire vehicle, including the caravan or the whole motorhome, and it will then take you on roads that are suitable for, you, for your size. Tolls as well, if you want to avoid tolls or if you want to avoid expensive tolls. If you're over a certain height on the continent, you're going to be charged more money, so you can program the sat-nav. But you have to buy a motorhome caravan-specific sat-nav to get that feature.
2: And other apps you can download if you're using your phone is a sat-nav which are specific for motorhomes?
0: There's CoPilot. We've talked about apps before, haven't we? And there are some chargeable apps as well. But a dedicated sat-nav, which you can update regularly, is a, is a great addition to any rig of motorhome or car and caravan.
2: Yes, yeah, not just motorhomes that affects, is it? It's uh, heavy goods vehicles as well. We've yeah. all come across the, the, the huge lorry on a country road that...
0: That's right, which is where these sat navs started from. It's that software for the HGV drivers, you know, some use them, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's then been adapted to motorhomes and caravans.
2: Thanks for your question there, Lawrence. Now, how do people get in touch again one more time, Matt?
0: Easy. You can visit us at the website motorhomemat.co.uk and type forward slash askmat and you can record your question or you can submit your question via a form.
2: Okay, and if people want to save some money, Matt, even though we've been talking about damp things today... (laughs) Don't be wet behind the ears. What do they need to do to save some money?
0: What a pro. Just use the code at our shop, Motorhomemat. So head to thatleisureshop.com and enter the discount code Motorhome just one word, and we'll give you £10 off when you spend 100 Fantastic. And our socials? You can find us on Facebook. We're Motorhome Matt. We're on Instagram as motorhomemat.co.uk. And that's the website as well. And if you want to engage with us, then you can do so at motorhomemat.co.uk forward slash askmat.